Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Happy, um, happy Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. I Today's think. Wednesday. Is oh it my Wednesday? Gosh, it's Wednesday. Oh, Jesus. So, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, you guys. Hope everybody's doing well. As you can see, we are in a different location. In a different location. <laughs> This is actually a virtual background <laughs> with sound. <laughs> with sound. Hey, listen, as you guys are jumping on, make sure that you um make sure that you say hello. Good morning, Mr. Kaya. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Kayala. God bless you guys. Good to see you guys this morning. Um, as you can see, we're outside and uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can if if uh well, we'll see if hopefully the noise level stays down, number one, but, <laughs> but also people get to hear us share, uh, share today. So, today, Sage Thur, what were we continuing up of yesterday? What were we talking about? What were we talking about yesterday? Good morning, Pastor Ben. Yesterday were shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans about marriage <laughs> relationships amen that's right so what are we going to be sharing about today relationships <laughs> were we going to talk a little bit more you said we were going to kind of talk about some of, of yesterday like a continuance of yesterday i forgot where we left off though but yes the continuance from yesterday i think we left off on um on David oh, says he loves his book. The one we Good David. I'm glad you love it. It's a good book. It is a good book. I'm telling you. That book will rock your world. That seeing Jesus as he really is book, you guys, will rock your world. Hallelujah. So, um, okay, so let's see. We left off yesterday with finally coming out after everybody telling me you're gonna throw your phone away. Yes. And... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> throw my phone away. Uh, for those of you out there, uh, if you haven't been jumping on, we've been ta we've been talking about after you said yes. He said Gilbert said after you said yes. Oh, see, see, that's right. We actually so I think we left off where um, we actually said, you know, this is what we feel like the Lord was saying, yeah. and then you said that that's when the real work started. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's really interesting how, you know, after we got married, and I mean, and I'm talking about on the very day of our marriage, yeah. because that was the next step is us being married. And that was February, February 6th to May 1st, you guys. So like, we literally, like, it was just quick. I don't know, because to me, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to get married to this guy, then may as well just do it. We got your first kiss. Okay, so which was which was on the wedding day. Which was day. on the wedding day. So let me let me so we went on our honeymoon. Wait, 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 wait. We're getting and, ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's pray. Okay. <laughs> let us pray, shall we? Let's pray. Okay, pray. Good morning, Bye. Jeff. Good morning, Kayla. Good morning, Gilbert. David, come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> So, Father, I just thank you and praise you and I glorify you for this time. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father. Lord, for just um, just speaking to the viewers on the broadcast. Father, we thank you for just leading us in this time, Lord, of, of what you would have us share. And let it be edifying. Let it be encouraging, Father, to those who yes. are watching, Lord. 
who may be having issues within marriage or Lord, maybe even just within relationships, God. I thank you, Father. I thank you for your hand of love and mercy, Lord. Over, yes, over the yes, broadcast hallelujah. and over every person in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Jesus' mighty name. Good hallelujah. morning. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Clay. Hallelujah. So, so uh, for me, you know, and I, let me just start with this. There was a lot of things, even though I had been single, I've been serving the Lord for about nine years. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was really keeping to that course. There was a lot of things that I couldn't deal with or I hadn't dealt with until the moment I said yes. Amen. Good morning, Michael, Michael. Dean. Good morning, my brother. <laughs> so the moment I said yes to Dana, we left the church after the, after the, uh, the wedding, the wedding and the, the cake and all that kind of cool stuff. And we, we got in the car and we went up to Estes park in Colorado mm -hmm. for our honeymoon all and i'm just gonna say this and i use this you know because of the, this word's used in the bible all hell broke loose okay let me tell you right now it wasn't like a simple thing i'm talking all hell broke loose i mean it was like every demon that you could imagine came out and up of <laughs> i don't know what it was but but well it was maybe you what can it, help what there, it was but. is the floodgates were opened that's what it was on a lot of issues <laughs> i hadn't dealt with listen i hadn't dealt with my perspective on women i hadn't dealt with uh, because there was nobody that close to me on the woman's side. I had plenty of men around me. I developed, the Lord had developed around me, uh, 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 definitely an, a group of men who were encouraging, would equipping, that would speak into my life, but I didn't have anybody, Good morning, uh, intimate, I mean, intimate, like a wife. And I'll tell you the night of our honeymoon, it broke loose. I'm telling you. My God. So, you know, people, I, I laugh. It was, it was horrific. I laugh because people are like, you know, they talk about the honeymoon stage or, you know, like going back to the honeymoon stage. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go back to that. Like there, no, my honeymoon was horrible. Was like, <laughs> I don't even know nothing about ooh honeymoon stage when you're in love. Like that. I don't know nothing about that. Like all I know is <laughs> it was horrible. And, and the thing is with it was, us, it like, was. As we got married, like when we got married in the marriage, like things were horrible. Things were horrible to begin with. And as the years went on, things got better and better and better. So and God was constantly working miracles, constantly working miracles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So like our, 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 our wedding night, like he lit, he thought I was sneaking guys in like into a cabin dude, listen, in the middle of the forest. But listen, see, it listen, was listen, nuts. I just got to preface this with this. I, it was, it, it was a cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was like every, I'm not kidding you. It was like, it was like the floodgates of hell opened up over me from my past on who I used to be. All these kind of things that I thought that I had dealt with. But once I came into unity with Dana on our on our wedding night it was like the floodgates opened up it, i'm not kidding you it was like i'm serious i was i was like in this weird place where i even thought like i was 
man, I can't even put words to it now today. But it was like I was in the midst of the throw of my, the height of where I was before I went to prison. I mean, it was crazy. He was not nice. Uh, dude, I was, <laughs> was flipping nice. out. I was, man, I, I, man. <laughs> but Think back on that, man. So, you know what? Okay, so talking about relationships, right? Thank God right? for Jesus. I'm telling you, for real. I mean, it, I'm not kidding you. I, that <laughs> night, I went and sat in the chair, and I was I was sitting there in the chair, and all of a sudden, I was thinking, like, you know, like, guys were sneaking. Dude, it was the weirdest flipping thing we're ever. We're sneaking in. I'm not kidding the you. The little cabin in the forest. I, a little cabin <laughs> in the forest. I mean, I'm telling you, I was, like, hanging from raft. I don't know what happened, but, man, it opened morning, up a Palmer. door that had been closed, and the only way it could be opened was in, in the manner that uh, well, just it emerge. happened. Yeah. And, you know what? These are things that I needed to deal with. I needed to get out in the open that, uh, you know, that did. God started doing miracles from that point on. He started dealing with me in deeper levels in my heart. It, You know, it was pretty intense. Yeah. It was so, super intense. Probably from that side, it would be better for you to talk because you were just I was just a cuckoo mess, man. So I think like... Okay. Like, okay, so just kind of sharing a little more on our marriage and then we'll talk more about relationships. But, um, but you know, I think for me, the crazy thing is, and you can look right here, friend. The crazy thing is like, for me is our marriage was like, it totally was arranged. You guys, like it truly was arranged because by I, God, yeah, no, it was arranged by God. Of course. It wasn't like an arranged marriage, like by parents or something. <laughs> that would be, that'd be weird. That would well, be it was weird. our parent because God is our father. That's so right. kind of, but, um, <laughs> but like, Sandra, I, good morning, Paula. Good morning. So I got to share a little bit like on just kind of my side, right? So when we are only as sick as our secrets. Yeah. Hey, that's right. Come on. And you know what? Obviously, you know, can I add to that just yeah. for a second? Yeah, yeah. Is, you know what? I had a lot of secret places in my heart that, that, I, didn't even realize. that I didn't even realize were there. You know, I know I, this is what I know. I know when I met Jesus in that cell uh, on tier two, cell seven, my, my, you know, he radically transformed me and changed me. And from that moment forward, I never had to after that deal with addiction or anything because he radically saved me yeah i mean he radically delivered me from drugs he radically delivered me from pills he radically delivered me from alcohol Amen. he radically delivered me from suicide he radically delivered me from the lifestyle that i was living in that day come on mm -hmm. and i walked out of that cell three days later completely changed right. transformed renewed a new man yeah. but it wasn't until the marriage it wasn't until the moment of our honeymoon that all these things that i hadn't dealt with came flooding in for some reason yeah yeah and it was crazy michael intense. bean said i bear witness to that <laughs> hey michael was around at I that know time he, he know man I, mm, go ahead babe. so um you know so for for me okay here, here here's here's my thing here's here's my my thing with with marriage this is the crazy thing that the, the lord does what the Lord wants to do. Amen. So good morning, David. Good to see you. Good to see you outside. <laughs> he says, the beautiful beard. The beautiful, yeah, I'm telling you, that beautiful beard. <laughs> um, Hallelujah. <laughs> 
But like for me, I had no business even getting married, right? Like that was my thought process because when, of course, I shared this yesterday, but when I finally said, okay, Lord, like I'm all in, I'm serving you with everything that I have. You know, I had just gotten out of a relationship, like I said, that I was in for eight years and it was just, a, yeah. it was a horrible relationship. And so I had no, in my mind, I had no business, you know, um, be, be getting married or being in a relationship. In fact, because I had been with somebody for so long, I was actually looking forward to being single. I was actually looking forward to, um, to being by myself and just, and just pressing into the Lord and just being by myself. Amen. Hey, so, Brian. Good morning, Brian. Hey, and, Sandra said, praise God. He sent me a strong woman spiritually and physically and emotionally. Sanders? Amen. Oh, yeah. amen. Amen. Good Juanita. morning, Juanita. Good morning, Brian. So, um, you know, that, that was what the crazy thing was. And so when the Lord told me that Sage was my husband, I kind of, like I said, said it like flippantly to Lord, just confirm it. But I did not... You know, I, I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest with you, because like I had a lot of issues like I being <laughs> well, I had issues what, what, on what, issues on issues. Here's the thing. We were being obedient to what the Lord was telling us to do, both of us. And in that obedience, God began I I to work. Well, you probably were in that point because <laughs> it was like a no, no, no brainer to me. I was like, no way. But. But still, in our obedience, God was using... You were not like, no way. You were not like, no way. Michael Dean, was Sage like, no way, or was he like, I really like that girl. Come on, just go ahead. Go ahead and say it on the comments. <laughs> See, anyway, yeah, you got people who were there, so you can't even, I know, but you listen, can't even say that. <laughs> I, I was like, no way. But, but let me finish. <laughs> let me finish with this. You know, uh, because we're we're already up in the part where we're already married and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, we're talking but, about, I, but here's okay. here's here's what I want to say. So think about this for a minute, right? It's the obedience, right, that was the blessing that took us through. Even though the issues were there, because God knew those issues. My, were Michael there. Dean said he jumped for joy. <laughs> he told on you. He jumped for joy. <laughs> <laughs> but think about that, right? I mean, so you don't want me to go back? No, I do. I do. Right? I'm just, I'm just thinking about how God set us free, you know, and and how we worked in those issues with your issues and my issues. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, you know I guess I, mean? I won't go back to that. But all I gotta say is this: like, I I went through a whole long process, and for me, when we first got married, like, because, and I'll just be really honest, and we've talked about this many times. Of course, this is not the case now. I just want to make that clear. This is not the case now. But, you know, when I first um, got married to Sage, it really was purely out of obedience because I knew that the Lord yes. told me, you know, that was my husband. But like as far as, as you know, just the, the physical outward attributes, like I was not attracted to Sage. I was not, um, he was not my, my quote type. He was not um, within my age range. There was a, there was um, a age gap there. And so it was very difficult for me. It was very, very difficult for me in the beginning of the marriage because um, even at that point, it, uh, it being out of obedience, the Holy Spirit carried me. He really did. He carried Come us, on. you know, in the Come sense on. that he gave me a care for Sage. He gave me um, a, a love that can only come from him for Sage. 
but 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 physically everything else you guys like it was not there that came later um but so for for years it was hard for me and i would i would cry a lot and i would cry to the lord and be like lord why 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 are why am i here why are we doing that like why am i married to this guy why 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 and on honestly the crazy thing is and this is what i want to say with this you know sometimes we look at marriage marriage is is to be enjoyed amen marriage is is a, a covenant marriage is a representation of christ in the church but you know also marriage is a bringing together of two gifts of two you know two plans and purposes coming together for the kingdom of god come on you know that sage has things that uh, and strengths you know that i love that i don't have i don't have those strengths he's amazing in certain areas that i like just fall short in oh thank you so and, much <laughs> yeah you're welcome and vice versa you know what i mean so the lord knew what he was doing when he brought us together yesterday sage said you know that um that he needed somebody with a strong personality and i was the same way i had a very strong personality and like i would kind of just run over people too like i just and they just ended up thinking i was too much you know because of that because i just had i just i like things my way <laughs> and that's it <laughs> well i've never been one to yield <laughs> no in, until i met the lord amen but but you know so i um <laughs> I did it purely out of obedience and so like it was very difficult for me but the Lord told me this when we got married he did tell me this I remember in fact um actually I think it might have been our honeymoon night I remember sitting outside and looking up at the stars and just kind of like pondering like what like what am I doing Lord what is like we're in it now like yeah. we're in it to win it there's no going back and kind of being like man I don't know what's going to happen, but I just remember being like, Lord, like why kind of like, yeah, like this is your son. What's going on? This is, this is and some, I'll go ahead, babe. The, yeah. Let me finish the sentence really quick. And the Lord told me, you know what the Lord told me? He said, I brought you together for my plans and purposes. He said, I brought you together for my kingdom. Cause I was telling the Lord in my heart, Lord, I got baggage. I, I'm a hot mess. I have no no business being in a relationship much less being married this dude is acting cuckoo and going nuts on me like what are we doing baggage and baggage yeah i don't even know like we got we got subscript lifetime subscription to issues like it's bad jesus Come and on. the lord told me he said i didn't and he did he told me he said i didn't bring you together just for you and he did tell me he said that's so crazy. I remember everything now that I'm talking about it that he's telling me. Come on. So he told me, he said, I didn't bring you together just for you. He said, you know, you'll you'll have the benefits of marriage later. He said, but I didn't bring you together just for you. He said, I brought you together for my kingdom and for my plan and purposes. And I was like, okay. So I just trusted the Lord in that. I just trusted the Lord when he said, you know, you'll get to enjoy the benefits later, but right now I'm bringing you together for me. Like it's for my, because I have a plan and a purpose for you because I have something specific for you to do on this earth. And it requires both of you. Amen. And I remember him telling Amen. me that. So, you know, and of course that time now, now we do, I do enjoy mostly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you know. But I, I now I love well, my true, husband. And, you know, no, I love my. We husband. all have our days, right? Well, yeah, you all have your Come days, on. but you have a day. But, but we no, stay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stay, but but here's the thing: we've learned how to stay plugged into Jesus, and we've learned how to work through the issues. Amen. Steve, you see Steve on there? Steve Bo, my brother, love you so much, my, my friend, friend. Steve. 
So, you know, talking about that, you know, I, I, I remember, man, you know, I mean, we were both starting out from a disadvantage what it looked like in the natural. Yeah. I mean, all, all cards on the table, we were starting out from a place of total disadvantage. Her baggage, my baggage, come on, uh, you know, all these kind of things, my issues on the very night of our wedding night, our, our honeymoon, what happens? I start, literally, okay, I'm just going to, Manifesting. I'm the, I start manifesting, man, that's what it was. Seriously, I started manifesting an old nature that hadn't been dealt with until I became intimate with somebody else. And that was the key. The moment I became intimate with Dana, it caused a nature to rise up in me that I thought was completely dead. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it was straight from hell. Mm -hmm. No joke. It, I'm not even kidding you. But thank God for Jesus. I was going to say. I'm going to tell you, even, even on the night, even, listen, the next day we're driving down the highway and her and I get into an <laughs> argument. And I'm walking down the freeway. Look, I had, she pulls over the car. I get out of the car. I slam the door. And I'm walking. She said, where you go? I said, I'm out of here. And I'm walking. Now, this is day it, two. This is in Colorado on the freeway. And I'm in walking towns. down the freeway, okay? Walking like, down the freeway. She's like, bye-bye. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get a call from uh, George Chisholm, one of my one of my mentors in the faith. And he he's like, what's going on, boy? I was like, well, I tell you, this dang woman. And I kind of went off. And then, he's, he, you know, he didn't take in what I was saying. And he just said clearly. He just said, shut up and let me pray. So he just started praying <laughs> for me. And, you know, and it just took miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle like that that was happening continuously because God never let us go. And that's the thing. You know, we, we had to deal with it. And God developed the tools within us as we were going through it, yeah. right? Walking in obedient and staying obedient to him yeah. and being trans as transparent as we could in that moment, yeah. right? And, you know, we came, just like Sage said, we came from, you know, from both from, you know, broken backgrounds, from just messed up, you know, just kind of home life and whatever. And so we never saw really, we never saw healthy relationships. And we never lived healthy relationships. We both had really the just bad, dysfunctional, unhealthy relationships, demonic relationships, really. And, um, you know, so when we got married, we brought all this into the marriage. And, and that's the thing is that a lot of people do that. A lot of people bring in their issues from a childhood experience, from mm -hmm. other relationships into their marriage, and they don't ever deal with those issues. Or even from adulthood. Right. I mean, and they continue to perpetuate those issues in their marriage instead of dealing with them, especially as believers, you know. It took, it took a while. It took a, a while for us to process through some of our issues. But, you know, one you know of the... what took a while? was for pride and humility. That was huge. Those were the two things, right? Pride is right? a killer. Pride. Straight up. And humility. Pride and humility. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's Dan. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, um, you know, it took a long time. It took a long time for us to, to work through some of these things. And so, you know, in the beginning, you know, like for example, and a lot of people do this. This is the reason why I'm saying this because a lot of people still do this. And I'm just going to tell you, this is not okay. But we used to threaten each other with divorce. And we would we be did. like, 
in the beginning of the that marriage. first year. In was the beginning horrific. of the the first like year and a half, we would threaten each no, other it was with a year. that. Okay, I don't I don't remember. It all blends together. But anyways. We would threaten each other with that and like and and use that word and there was a couple of times like i really was kind of just like all right i'm done with all this like this is too much like we would fight you guys till every, almost like every night i think till like four in the morning like it was exhausting and there was times where i was like okay i'm done you know like let's let's here's here's the papers and but the like sage said the lord would do miracles and like it you know we would well, we're obviously still together Thank you, Jesus. But, you know, like it was crazy. So come on. This is good. What I, I want what I want to say is this. I learned and the Holy Spirit corrected us. Like the Holy Spirit was one of the biggest teachers too. He would wow. he would spank us like so many times and get so there was one time, you guys, I gotta say this. There was one time that the Holy Spirit was so I could feel that he was very upset. Like like he lifted off of me because I refused to humble myself and because I refused to yield myself and, 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 and treat Sage the way I was supposed to be treating him and humble to the Holy, um, or excuse me, um, yield to the Holy spirit on him and get things right with him. Like I went to bed super upset, super offended one night and I knew it and I knew I wasn't supposed to go to bed like that. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways. Like he can stay out in the living room. I don't care. Like I'm going to go to bed. He can live, he can sleep out on the couch. The Holy Spirit lifted off me. I literally felt like I was unsaved and going to hell. It scared the poo out of me. Like I, I had never felt what it was like. I had never, I didn't know what it felt like to be unsaved and going to hell. Like that probably was the first time that I really felt like like the Lord wasn't there and empty and void and destitute. It scared me so bad. I went out and actually repented to him immediately. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Cause I was like, Oh God, I don't want to go to hell. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I start repenting to the Holy spirit. Anyways, my point is I learned my lesson. Like there are certain things you don't do. You don't say, because I think actually that day I even threw around that word. You don't ever, that. you yeah. don't ever use the word divorce, man. Ever. That's whatever. That's not even a, that's a bad word. That's an, like, there that's is no not option. E no, there's that. not, that's not even in the vocabulary as married people. It's not, that's right, David. It's not even an option. And, you know, I wanted to say that because, you know, unfortunately there's still people that do do that, you know, in, well, even in, in, within I, the church. I, I say this, I, I find that we used it, that word divorce you know, to in, manipulate in the, each other, to manipulate one. But people another. still do that. Absolutely, they still do it, and and they use it as a term to manipulate to get their way. Exactly. In the argument or the fight, and, and you know, it's not okay. And it's not okay. It's not. It's okay. not okay no. to do. Period. Nope. Come on. I mean, we're in this for the long run. That's period. it. One hundred percent. And so, you know, Dana was bringing that. I said. David, Dana was bringing that up, but, but let me, uh, let me say this, you know, for me, a huge changing point, Dana, was I remember one time I was, we had just been fighting. We would normally fight to go back to where you were talking. Well, then. we're sharing these things to kind of just help people like this yes. is, this is our process, but like the Lord can do it. The Lord can do it in Come your on. marriage. Come on. He is going to do it yes. in your marriage. Amen. And we're hoping some of these things will, will help you and understand, you know what? That's right. That's right, Juanita. You don't ever sling around the D word. That's a bad word as far as I'm concerned. That's a bad, it's not a four-lettered word, but it may as well be as bad as some of those four-letter words. Amen. That's right. Come on. You got to treat it that way. Come on. Hallelujah. But I was just thinking about 
So uh, it was another one of our nights that, I mean, we, I'm, I'm not kidding you guys. We would do at least six days a week where we would start fighting like at 10, 10 in the evening or even nine o'clock in the evening. And we would fight until four or five in the morning and then get ready and go to work. I'm not kidding you. It, it went bad. on like that for weeks and months. And I mean, it was intense and neither one of us would yield. And it was just so, so intense. But there was this one time that I was just so fed up and my heart was just so intensely broken. Mm -hmm. And just because of the things that, I mean, that many hours of, of fighting, let me tell you, you say a lot of horrific stuff going yes. both directions. Okay. Uh, but I remember I sat in, I sat in the prayer room. Yeah, we had a prayer room. How about that? <laughs> Believe it or not, we had Did a prayer room. Did it get used? <laughs> Did it get used in that time? I used it. I did use it. Thank God. <laughs> but I remember going in there and sitting down and I just started, I just started crying out to the Lord and the Lord started dealing with me on pride. He started dealing me with these kind of things. And I just humbled myself before the mighty hand of the Lord. And I just bowed myself and I was just like, Lord, I am so sorry. Forgive me for this pride. Forgive me for my arrogance. Forgive me for, for needing to, to, to be, be, in, right. To be right and all this kind of stuff. And so, you know what? In that moment, I had an encounter with Jesus that was just, it was life changing. And that's where everything shifted and changed for me. Then the Lord took me by his hand as I'm telling you, the Lord's not there to beat us down. He took me by my hand and began to got that morning, began to guide me through his word mm -hmm. on areas I could stand on, what I needed to do and these kind of things. And from that moment for my side of the relationship, it shifted and changed because then I started putting scriptures up and praying over Dana, making the choice not to fight as much. Let me just say that, not to <laughs> fight as much, but to walk away, to humble myself, to do these kind of things. And that was a shifting point for me right there. As much. <laughs> as much. I'm not saying we didn't fight. I'm just saying as much. You know, and, it, and as we implemented the word into our lives, as I begin to pray over Dana, the word of God and wash her daily in that word, things began to mm -hmm. shift and change in mm -hmm. our personal lives. God was still doing miracles because he's a miracle working That's God right. and he'll do miracles in your relationship, That's right. whether it's marriage, whether it's family, whatever it is, he can come in and do miracles of restoration. That's we right. are proof of that from not only our personal lives, but also our marriage, yeah. marital life. Yeah. That he is a miracle worker and he is a way maker. Amen. But you know, there was something else that was very key. We had to become transparent with one another. Yeah. We had to become transparent with one another. You know, begin to communicate properly with one another. I'm and that was really hard for me. It was hard for me to communicate my emotions. Mm -hmm. I was feeling a certain way or this was happening or I was frustrated because I didn't know how to do that. I I didn't even know how that looked. Mm -hmm. So So <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, the biggest thing I would say, you guys, like, too, is just that, that hinders relationships 
num first the first thing I would say is pride. Pride is the biggest thing that will that will you know destroy your Amen. relationship and pride and, and lack of transparency you know just like sage said because you know when we first got married married we brought in a lot of baggage and and we we said we were going to get nitty-gritty in this in these broadcasts and be transparent you know and so Let's I'll, get I'll, yeah so for for me i came in with um a lot of um like rejection i came in with a lot of um lust issues um, you know, I, that's the only, that's the only way, like, I, I mean, I, I knew relationship, but Sage with his background, it was kind of the same thing. That's why we had so many issues. You know, I only, I was jacked up when it came to relationships, women, right? I mean, my, my perspective was jacked right. up. I mean, in the, and the people that, you know, I was seeing before were into all kinds of just, you know, crazy, just, just disgusting junk. Okay. And so, you know, because of that, I was exposed to that. And so I got into, you you know, I got into to porn. I got into, um, you know, I got into, um, you know, um, all, just all, all the stuff that comes with it. It's disgusting. Alcohol, drugs. Yeah, alcohol, drugs, just promiscuity. And so coming into the More relationship. More alcohol for you, though. Yeah, drugs was like not a big issue. I mean, I. I, I did a lot of drugs, but I wasn't drugs was not like an issue for me. It was the alcohol. And so, um, you know, that's what everybody says. Dana, today <laughs> we can actually up. help you. And get you. <laughs> that, that's not my issue. <laughs> that, we can Shut help up. you get through this, Dana. Stop it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> So, you know, like coming into the relationship, that was my perception. I didn't know how to conduct myself in, um, in a, in a, in a way that was honorable or a way that was pure, you know, even though, you know, the Lord created sex, like he created sex within the context of marriage, right. To be enjoyed in the marriage bed. Like I didn't know that because that was not my life. And neither you know? did I. And, and so. Did I. Um, so there was like a lot of, of issues with that, you know, as a woman, um, just feeling like, um, that was all kind of, uh, I was, I was good for, right. Was just physical pleasure. Right. And so, you know, it was hard for me to shift a lot of my thinking. Of course, you know, that comes obviously through the word that really does comes through the word, through the Lord healing you, you know, spending time with him. And so for a long time, though, you know, like yielding yourself in the Holy Ghost yeah. to those areas yeah. for for me, just to add on to what you're saying, please don't yeah, lose yeah. your place right there. For my side, I only knew sex from a place of being high, drunk, mm -hmm. messed up, that, twisted I mean, up, too, total weirdness and disgustingness. Mm -hmm. So I'll just say it like that. So both of us are coming together from that place. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. having to work through this. Yep. Yeah. And Man, so, how good is God? He's pretty My good. My God, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Come, both of us coming from that twisted, broken place, and yet God put his hand and purpose on it to get it straight. He's so good. Man. He's so good. Wow. That so, just hit my heart. Yeah, he's so wow, good. Wow, he's so good. He's so good. 
Uh, we really are walking miracles, but you know, so it took me a lot of years to kind of process through that and you know Sage like and I want to say this too within marriage you guys your partner is your partner They're your they're your greatest asset if you allow them to be they're not your enemy They are not your enemy. They are they are right. for you, you know of course, in the beginning, he that wasn't necessarily the case because, you know, before, like, that was our biggest issue is he would look at me, like, suspiciously and, like, I was his enemy. Like, he would, like, he would look at me, like... To me, she was, though. Like, I was the enemy. So that hurt me for a lot of years, you know, that hurt me, like, that Let first say, year. That was I, I was looking at her as the enemy, though. I didn't see her through eyes of, of, like... Uh, that she wasn't. I right. literally, literally, guys. You didn't know I was your fought. friend. Yeah, I didn't know she was my friend. I didn't know she was my. Good morning, Auntie Gail. I, I just thought maybe you know I I, mean, I don't know, but I so, thought she was my enemy. I'm but that you. encounter that Sage had, you know what? The Lord told him to start that praying for it. me, yeah. to start praying for me. And I want to say this: if you're dealing with a spouse that maybe. You know, there's 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 um, disunity or division. First of all, pray against division. But the second is pray for your spouse, you guys. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. If there's issues and, you know, they're maybe not on the same page or they're maybe, you know, um, strain from the Lord or there's, you know, whatever the case is, pray for them. Yes. Pray for them. You know, um, once Sage, and I will say this, once Sage started praying for me, things started to shift and change. I yep. noticed a huge difference. Like, I didn't realize he was praying for me. But you know what? Things started changing and the Lord really started working in my heart and softening my heart towards him and working our marriage together when he started praying for me. And he actually, you started reading that book, Praying, The Power of a Praying Spouse by Stormy, Stormy Omaritan. I, Stormy, yeah. I started reading that book and that book became like my guidebook. I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Praying for your spouse. Mm -hmm. Man, that was so good. I mean, I went through that book probably 10 times, had that sucker underlined, and I, and I would live out of that mm -hmm. book. I mean, I was living out of the but Bible, but that book gave me plans that I could use daily to help me uh, become a better man in our relationship and marriage. Right. And you know, let me say this. At this same time that we're going through this, there's, <laughs> I mean, ministry is exploding. Uh, miracle signs and wonders are happening. I mean, it it was intense. I don't even know. That's just it, the mercy of the Lord, you guys. That straight up is, is just the mercy of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Holy smokes, Dana. That's the craziest transparency I've ever seen, David. Um, my sister-in-law. Amen. Amen. Well, David, you know what? The thing is, you guys, we got to get real about this stuff. You know, there's so many marriages who are that are suffering within the church, that are suffering within, you know, the body because we're not addressing these things, because we're not being transparent and we're not, you know, um, we're not talking about these things and nobody talks about them. And then you have these marriages who are kind of suffering in silence, you know, and thinking like that they're crazy that because the, they're the only one experiencing it, thinking like, what's wrong with me? I should be doing better. And that's not the yeah, case. It's not the that's case. not the case. Like we all go through this stuff, you know, it's just nobody talks about it yeah. and it should be talked about. Like, I think it would have helped us a lot if somebody actually came and was transparent and been like, we look at, we dealt with that. We went through that. We had a couple yeah. people, but we did, you know, like to come and guide us with that. And so, you know, the crazy thing is we had some Christian counselors who'd been counseling for like 21 years, but after about four months of counseling with us, they quit. They said, they're never going back to counseling again. 
and they quit. Well, let me tell you. They said, you guys it, are the worst. Uh, yeah, it could be taboo, you know, David. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I mean, they could, you know, sex could be taboo, definitely, just because I, people I would, don't talk about that in the church, right? Yeah, but it's it's things that need to be talked about. It does. About. There's it does. things that need to be addressed so we can have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. Because listen, I truly believe that healthy relationships make for a healthy community, Absolutely. which cause for healthy children, which raises up mighty men and women of God across this land, that we will take this land from sea to sea, from shore to shore. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. And you know and what? Yeah. That, that's the, you know, it, that's, that's the thing you guys is we're, you know, we're all, yeah. we're all, we're all human. We all go through stuff, you know, but the Lord is big enough and that's what we're trying to encourage as, as we have, as we have processed through this stuff with the Lord, he brought us through a lot of miracles. We went through a I'm lot of junk, working. amen, that you guys don't have to go through, hallelujah. Um, if you're Come willing on. to yield to the Lord and humble yourself before the Lord, because between both of us, first of all, we're very competitive. We're both very strong-willed. We both like to be right. It was difficult. We were constantly butting heads and we were constantly fighting with each other because no, neither of us wanted to yield. I knew better, I wanted it my way, he knew better, he wanted it his way. So that prolonged a lot of stuff. Pride is an ugly thing. Pride is, is an ugly, ugly thing. It's a killer, of, man. It is, instead of being able to admit that we were wrong in areas, yield to each other and, uh, and yield to the Holy Spirit first and foremost and allow the Lord to do the work in us, we probably would have got things right a lot quicker than we did. Correct. Um, but, you know, but, but, you know, the Lord's using every bit of what we've gone through to even be here today, giving you this testimony, talking about how the Lord saw us through the tools that we were using at that time, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like me praying the word every day over her, beginning to speak the word over her, beginning. You know, I remember uh, I, I even began to wake up every single morning and I would I would go get communion. Mm -hmm. And I would wake oh, up about. I remember that. Remember that? I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I would go get communion, and I would put it at the side of the bed, and I was leaving the house then about four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. So, uh, oh, hey. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> so, so what? That it, was so cute. I remember. So, so what ended up happening is every morning around uh, four thirty, about that time. I'll go get the communion after my time in the Word. Understand, I'd spend time in the Word, then I would go get communion, then I would come and I would kneel beside the bed while she was still asleep, and I would sit and pray. And if she woke up, I would I would do communion with her. If she didn't wake up, I would just do communion alone. Chances but I of did, me waking up at 4.30 in the morning. We're, we're, we're slim and slim. <laughs> But I would pray from 4.30 till 5 when I had to leave the house. And I would do communion. And if she woke up, I would do communion with her. And if she didn't, I would leave, you know, I would leave her portion there by the bed or, or whatever. But every day I would do that. Every day I would be next to the bed crying out to God for our relationship, for our children, for our marriage, for our church, for our community, for the things that God was doing. And then I would do communion. Mm -hmm. And we did communion quite often. She would wake up and pray a little bit and we would do communion, you know, and then and then I would be off. But Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. Yeah. Powerful time. It was. Now we do communion together every in, day. Yeah, in the evening. In the evening. Now we do <laughs> communion together. Every day, try to. I'm not saying 100% we don't miss a time or two. We have missed a time or two. But we try to, every evening, do communion 
with each other. Yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> it's powerful, huh? It, it was. Because I'm telling you, the blood in the body. There's nothing more powerful than the blood in the body. Amen, David. He said, "The testimony behind the test break the fleshy taboo definition and turns it into his glory." Amen. Hallelujah. You know, but but the thing is, you guys, marriage is like when we talk about marriage, right? There's a lot of work that goes into marriage. We know that any of us who have been married for any period of time, we know there's a lot of work that goes into marriage. But, you know, marriage is so is so worth it. And I'm so glad to the Lord that he chose my husband for me. And I'm so glad to the Lord, you know, that he brought us together. Um, because, you know, for me, like, I would not be where I am today I, in, in the Lord and just in general, like, if it wasn't for the Lord bringing my me into you know Sage's life and bringing us together, and you know as as a, a woman as a um, as a wife, you know some of my biggest things that I've had to learn is is how to yield to Sage, especially as somebody who's very you know strong-willed and hard-headed at times, you know learning how to yield to Sage as my as my head as my spiritual head and learning how to uh, let, let go of control and trust the Lord in him and allow him to be the head, Hallelujah. you know? And, you know, and, and the crazy thing is even since we've been out here, you know, the Lord has done a lot of work and, and exposed a lot of things and, and worked out a lot of things that I didn't, for me personally, I didn't even realize were there. And so, um, you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking what you're saying, you know, the Lord, and it just jumped up in my spirit right uh -huh. now, but you know what? The Lord broke off of us all, all weird sexual addictions. Mm -hmm. I mean, he shattered the enemy's perception in our thinking and in our hearts for wrongful sexual, uh, mm -hmm. what would you call it? Lusts? Sexual lusts and those types of things. And you know what? He can do the exact same thing for where you are today. Right there on that screen. He can shatter some of those areas or you areas. I was that, like, where did oh, you go? You backtracked. I'm sorry. I just felt this jump up in okay, my spirit. Okay, yeah, so, so deal with it. So I just, I just, I just want to, I'm, I'm believing God over you right now that any area that's been lifted up in your life, that there has been any weird uh, stuff going on from from your past or anything like that trying to cling to you i just tell you today that the same way he broke that off of us he'll break it off of you come on yep. that as you yield to him he's the one who comes in and restores properness in that area and brings fulfillment so today in the mighty name of yeah. jesus receive in that area freedom Amen. now Amen. in jesus Amen. name hallelujah Amen. now in jesus name Thank you, jesus. i don't know who that's for but whoever's out there and you've you've dealt with those things or you still dealing with those things know that god is setting you free god is delivering you right now your next i'm telling you november is going to be a, a month to remember because you are taking that mountain you are taking that That's mountain right. in jesus name hallelujah and you know concerning mm. that since since sage that popped I up just, in sage's just, heart for some for somebody obviously you know concerning that i want to say this like uh, with us you know we talked about being transparent with each other you know, at the beginning of the marriage, we I decided, I purposed, and I believe he did too, because he's always been transparent with me, is we, we decided right away, you know, that we were going to, we, if anything, if anything popped up in our heart, for example, 
if my eyes started to wander and I started looking at other guys and I started looking at other guys lustfully or whatever or vice versa, that we would tell each other, hey, hey Sage, like, hey babe, you got to pray for me, please, because I find myself like looking at other people like I need you yep. to pray for me. We yep. we we would do that for each other. We decided we were going to do that. And we for don't each take other. it personal. No, like, because we recognize it's an enemy trying to bring bring division. division. And so, and there's been many a times. Mm -hmm. I mean, my side to her side, her side to my side. That we've we've had to keep that transparency. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, if that transparency wouldn't have been there, man, we'd have been wrecked a long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, it's keeping that transparency with each other and just being able to go to each other and recognizing it's I it's not that you know I desire to go run off with some other guy or vice versa, but that there's a real devil, there's a real enemy who Come hates on. marriage. You guys hates marriage and what it represents Come and on. tries to destroy it and so you know um you got to refresh it like this oh okay. and so you know being able to tell each other that and being able to go to each other and say listen i need you to pray for me for this that for me that helped me a lot and that helped me you know to break totally and completely some of the lustful things that i was dealing with in the beginning of the marriage and being able to be like please i need you to pray for me for this you know and so um you know, and then of course, guarding your heart, you guys, it's just like things just that are, are kind of common sense in, mm -hmm. in guarding your heart and guarding your marriage. You know, if you have issues looking at stuff on your phone, uh, then downgrade to a flip phone, a flip phone that you can't access. I mean, you do what you, what is necessary in order to save your marriage in order to save your soul. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's your soul at stake Come too, on. you know? And so it's downgrading to a flip phone. It's getting rid of laptops if you need to. It's doing what you need to do in order to, um, in order to guard yourself, oh, amen, oh, until you break those things. And I got to say for me, there's like zero person, like there's like n the nothing, the pool of lust or any kind of lustful, like whatever that used to be there, it's, it's gone. It is gone. The Lord completely delivered me from that. Come on. Hallelujah. And I did do all that. Like I went through the process of, okay, like sharing with Sage, working Absolutely. with Sage, him praying for me, um, being open to him. And let me tell you, and not taking it personal, you know, allowing her to talk about what she needed to talk about and not personalizing it that this was something that I wasn't doing or was not doing or this or that or, you know, or, or you know, using it as a, as a way to, you know, oh, I'm such, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, not taking it personal, al allowing her to person. communicate that to me clearly, right? And I can't it's tell you how much I appreciated that from Sage, how much that helped me. And that helped me to to break free of some of these things. So think about this. So Ephesians chapter five says that the church is a representation of the marriage, or the marriage is a representation of the church. Right. So you know, we as husbands are are supposed to be in that position. Just like when we go to Jesus, Jesus isn't up there. He's listening to us. He listens to what we have to say. And then he begins to work with us, right? But he listens to what we have to say. And we need to deal with deal with our wives, just like it says in 1 Peter, with understanding. Mm -hmm. That we listen to what they have to say. We don't take it personal. 
and we begin to uh, uh, use the word of God mm -hmm. to build them up in areas or vice versa, her building me up and watching the Lord come through Amen. each and every time. Come on. Amen. Each and every time. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, Amen. I felt the anointing right there. Amen. Amen, David. Hallelujah. Amen, brother. That's good. And, and listen, the, no, that's good. Obviously, listen, the Lord obviously wants to kind of sit here for a second. So that's okay. That's good. Um, be, oh, yeah. yeah so uh, we're going to, we'll, we'll address it. But, you know, I think, um, I think that was probably the biggest thing that helped me those ages of you allowing me to be transparent. Correct. And, I, and to kind of like, just, just, hey, I need help. And instead of you like getting mad at me and being like, what the heck's wrong with you? And da, 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 like you being me being able to come to you with those things like helped me and i came to him for accountability too though i'm like mm -hmm. you need to help me with this and you know what and and i'm just telling you you have to recognize that there's a devil out there who wants to destroy your Facts. marriage and what, what what i knew for a fact this wasn't who she was right yeah she may be dealing with it but i know there's an enemy behind it that's trying to bring in this situation to break break our marriage, break the relation, all of that. So I recognize the attack for what it was. Right, right. And so, you know, that that was huge in, in me kind of just overcoming some of those things. That was really huge. But, you know, so I want to encourage you guys, man, just to be sure trans, yeah, be, be transparent with, with your spouse, you know, um, uh, uh, they're your help me right I'm uh, well wives are the help me but they are your help use the word stand on the use word use the word do what you need to do to guard your heart you guys do what you need to do if you need to downgrade to a flip phone or whatever like you do what you need to do to guard your heart and now I got to say this now I flipping I hate I hate immorality you guys I hate it I hate that lustful thing I hate it because you know, I see what it does. And that's the thing is like, it's not just men that are attacked by this. It's women too. And probably more women now than ever because of the society we live in, because it's so overly sexualized and just disgusting. Yeah. You know, uh, more women are actually addicted every, to porn. It's about the same. song. Every, it's disgusting. I mean, you can't I even. I hate it. I hate it with a passion because what it does. And they're to driving them, that narrative. I know. Because they're of. driving. To cut, because of what it does to marriages, because of what it does to the, the individual person, to the soul because of what it does to our children i flip and hate it i hate it so amen amen with that so and use the word use yeah. the word of god you know when you come to one another with with these issues you know what spend time in the word together say you know what let's find something in the word we can pray over this together amen. Amen. and then i can continually pray over it for you amen. right and so get the word on the situation amen because the word of god is the transforming factor in all of it you've got to apply the word of god because that word is living and active sharper than a double-edged sword come on it's powerful in its activity Thank when you, it Lord. needs to be when it when the devil needs to be removed so i encourage you get together be transparent but also get into the word and get a word on that situation and begin to pray it and yep. watch what god will do in your relationship yep yep so hallelujah that's so good Get my Feel the anointing. Yeah, no, it is. It's Amen. good. Amen. 
And you know, the, the beautiful thing is you guys like the marriage is so, it, it is, it's, it's very rewarding, you know, it's Christ when you, in the church. when you, when you're, when you work on it, when you stick through, thank you, friend. Oh, hi. Hi, friend. <laughs> like this, <laughs> you know, it's, it's rewarding. It's, it's, uh, he's my greatest help. You know, he can be my greatest frustration too, but, but, but he's, yes. you know, but it is David. It is, it's, it's, it, it, extra, it's from the pit of hell. It will take you straight to the pit of hell, but you know, he's my greatest help. And, you know, I will say this, you guys, that, you know, as much as sometimes I don't want to admit it, like I wouldn't be where I'm at spiritually if it wasn't for my husband. You know, I used to think for a long time now, this is just as a, as a female, especially, listen, I'm going to tell you females because the culture wants to pump in like this, oh, you're an independent, strong woman kind of thing. Like, there I don't need, are. I don't need no man, blah, 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 this kind of attitude. Like, you know what? I could have just gone on with my life without being obedient, without getting married. And I'm sure I would be You'd somewhere. Be I, I was going to say, I'm sure I'd be somewhere jacked up. And like, same but, for me. I'd be somewhere <laughs> jacked up because but, this is the plan God had. But you know what? I have grown so much because of my husband and because of his example and because of him speaking into my life and because of him praying for me and because of him showing me the love of Christ. Like I, I, that I, that I fell in love with him because of that, because I never had anybody who stuck it out with me and who, even when I was spewing on him and I was manifesting and I was, you know, whatever, this was like in the beginning, just really Years hateful, ago. just really hateful, you hateful. Mean last week? <laughs> No, don't, don't, don't let him fool you. I'm just playing. No, but you know, when I was like, just really hateful and just whatever, just saying really hateful things like on purpose to try to hurt him in that process. Like he still responded to me in love. Like he still responded to me in love and still loved me. And that like, isn't that like Christ though? That's what the Bible says, right? In Ephesians chapter five, verse 25 it says husband loves you love your wives just as christ loved the church and gave himself for her also that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the word you know and isn't that like christ that even though we we may mess up or even though you know we we may you know uh just whatever just act like fools and christ still loves us you know just like sage was talking about in the midst of all of our chaos in the beginning of the marriage like don't it's just the mercy of the lord that's all i gotta say has nothing to do with us has no it, it's just the mercy of the lord which is beyond comprehension the fact that he still used us in ministry at the time while we were in all of our chaos and mess shenanigans yeah it was just the mercy of the lord so it's you know, powerful though he, what he was doing but isn't that like the lord is what i'm saying you know that that you know he's patient with us he's merciful he is kind to us even when we're you know <sighs> acting nuts and that's say i never really had experienced that and sage was like that to me a lot of times you know where i was just hateful and he still loved on me or still would go and do something kind for me or make me dinner or clean the house or buy flowers or whatever like and I would sit there sometimes and I would cry because I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, I was just so mean to you. I was so hateful to you. Why are you doing this? You know, 
but that's like Jesus. Like, why? I, love you. I know. I love you too. But I'm like, why are you being so nice to me? Like, why are you buying me the flowers? Like, I just was so mean to you, you know? But like, I didn't, but he showed me the love of Christ. And, you know, and of course I love him for that. And, um, and so, you know, but that's, but that's how, that's how marriage is supposed to be, you know? It's supposed to be like that. And there's times, too, that I, I vice versa, you know what I mean? Very much so, vice versa. Very much both directions. But let me tell you this, and, and this is the key to it all right here. Even though words were being spoken mm -hmm. that were, I mean, I, I won't even get into what some of them were. But, but, but here's it is. You have to realize that it's not you. You know what I mean? You can't take ownership of what's being spoken. Because the moment you take ownership of that, you can't be Christ in the action toward either her toward me or me toward her. You cannot take ownership of it. And what I mean by that is Because then you'll get bitter and you'll get offended and exactly. your heart will get twisted up. And that's when exactly. you start looking at your spouse like they're the enemy and you start, uh, and you start allowing um things to grow there that shouldn't like hatred and whatever just like and that's and then what what's the ultimate Div it yeah, is divorce yeah. you know that's ultimately where it leads that's the the enemy's division plan. that's division. the enemy's plan right because his whole plan is destroy the marriage because mm -hmm. the marriage is a representation of christ in the church it's a it's a perfect representation according mm -hmm. to what you just read mm -hmm. in ephesians chapter five on earth the very representation so right Man, right. that is that is powerful. Babe. So, so you know, we're talking about like rela relation. Hey, Rodney, we're talking about relationship with and marriage. You know, I okay. So again, just really quickly, I did not know how to be in a marriage. We kind of already covered this, but I'm just, I'm saying this for a reason. You know, we we came from broken backgrounds. We didn't know how to what a healthy relationship looked like. We didn't know how to be in a healthy marriage. And so it was very unhealthy for a lot of years. And um, and listen, you guys, it took me, so now as a, as a woman, right, it took me a long time because I was used to being single, even when, though I was dating somebody, I, I say used to being single, I used to acting like I was single. Even though I was dating somebody, I was still very independent. I never lived with anybody. I was by myself and I wanted it that way. I was used to doing what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it, and that was it. It was always my way. And so I was very much used to that living, right? And making my own decisions, handling my own money, blah, blah, blah. And so when I got married, like I still had that perception and I did not want to yield to Sage as my husband. I did not want to, you know, um, learn how to share. I didn't realize how selfish I was and how prideful I was until I got married. I never realized how utterly selfish I was you guys until I got married I didn't think I was that a selfish of a person but I got married and oh it was all exposed so it took me a lot of years of learning how to yield and I used to get annoyed when I used to hear this verse that I'm fixing to read to you which Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 wives submit to your own husbands as the Lord <laughs> I hated hearing that verse because I'm like, I don't want to submit to him. What am I going to say? I don't want to submit to him. I used to get annoyed hearing that verse. And it says for the husband is the head of the wife. And I'm like, 
no, I'm no, the husband is not the head of the wife. Like I used to be like so frustrated over that and be like, how? Cause he always used to tell me like, you go through Christ, you go to Christ through me. And I'd be like, no, I have my own relationship with Christ. Why do I need you? I got my own relationship. Why do I need you? And he used to frustrate the living daylights out of me. But listen, I'm telling you guys, because I used to all the time try to usurp Sage's authority, try to challenge it all the time, try to kind of come against it because I didn't think that his decision making, I wasn't confident with his decision making process. I wasn't confident in his ability to make decisions. I wasn't, I, I didn't, I didn't like a lot of his decisions. And I would be like, that. why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. And so I didn't necessarily want to yield to it. And so it took me a lot of years of really, I'll just tell you, of getting kind of um, spanked by the Holy Ghost. Because anytime I would try to challenge him, challenge his, his yeah, exactly, Juanita. I was the same way as a teen mom. I learned how to be independent That's like by exactly myself. That's exactly it. That's exactly, how, That's exactly I, it. how I was, Juanita. Same way, girl. Same way. So... And a lot of women are like that, right? We we're, we have to be that way, right? It's when we're growing up single, single parents. And so, you but know. The amazing thing is, is I absolutely love it because uh, with a strong, and each and every man is a strong man, they, that can make a powerhouse couple. Absolutely. Come on. Hallelujah. Absolutely. So. It took, it, Jesus. it took me a lot of years, like, uh, of, uh, and when I say of the Holy Ghost giving me spanks, giving me lickings, right, is lickings. giving me lickings is I would challenge him in some area and I would kind of like get mad and maybe yell at him or whatever. And then immediately I could feel the best way I can put it is I could feel the displeasure of the Holy Spirit. I could feel like my the gripping in my chest, like wow. my chest feeling a little bit tight and just the displeasure of the Holy Spirit. And then because of that and because of my pride and my unyieldingness and my unwillingness to yield. You just uh, saw a deer? Really? <laughs> Alex, no. Is it really? No. They were all looking there. No. Well, I'm like, is there a deer there on the big island? Deer. There's deer in, Ka in Kauai, I think. Or no, Molokai. So absolutely, David. Absolutely. <laughs> So that's, 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 it's true, right, Rodney? It's true. Uh, right, Juanita? It's true. Alex, Alex. you, you can't crack me up, brother. <laughs> so, you know, because of my unwillingness to yield and because of my pride, because I knew I was right and I knew there was a better way to do it, you know, that was my attitude. Um, I would put myself in a hurt box with the Holy Spirit. And I would expose myself to a lot of demonic stuff. Why? Because Sage is my covering. Sage is my covering and he's my spiritual covering. I'm under him. When I'm challenging him, I'm coming out to challenge him. I'm coming out of that covering and that exposes me to a lot of junk. So I would be exposed to, to the darts of the enemy, right? Because I came out of under his covering. And so, you know, a lot of times, like the, all of these demonic things would basically and put just... yourself in disorder. Yes. I'll... Not in order. Orders like this, because yeah. that's how God set it up. Right. She would bring herself to here or even try to go there and put everything in disorder. And try to control things. And so, and so because of that, like I would open myself up to a lot of junk without realizing it. And then it would take me weeks, right? It would take me weeks to kind of get myself back in check. And, um, you know what, Brian, you're absolutely a hundred percent right there. That could be true too. <laughs> that's absolutely right. But that's where communication comes in. 
Yeah. So listen, I got to tell you. And that's a whole nother thing. And I got to tell you this. And this was crazy. This was, <laughs> I, I, the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit started to work on me with this as far as like yielding to sage and yielding to the Holy Spirit in him. Right. Because the Bible says to submit yourselves as a, a you know, to each other as unto the Lord. Right to yield to the Holy Spirit in each other. And so, and so. I think you're speaking for a lot of us, Brian. <laughs> and so it took me a lot of years. And so, you know, um, as the Holy Spirit began to work on me as a wife in this area, you know, he began to reveal some stuff. And I got to say this, this was probably like about a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago now that, you know, the Holy Spirit actually revealed the root of it. And I didn't realize what it was until the Holy Spirit showed me. And it was just like a random time. It was like we were just driving. Yeah. It was like, in fact, we were driving up here and it was night. And I just remember I just came out of nowhere and the Holy Spirit told me, he revealed to me, he said, the reason why I don't, I have a hard time yielding to him and why I couldn't submit to him is because I actually did not trust him to, with my life. I didn't trust him with my life. Mm. I didn't trust him. I remember that. To lead my life. I didn't trust him. Um, I wow. wasn't trusting the Holy Spirit in him to, to lead, to, to lead my life with my life. And so. Hallelujah. The minute the Holy Spirit revealed that to me, I just broke down and I just started crying and crying and crying. And then I just started repenting to him and telling him I'm sorry. And you know what? Um, and from that point, though, I've, I've learned and I'm, you know, there's times I'm still kind of, but I put myself in check real quick because I promise I do not want to get, I do not want to get, I do not want to um, displease the Holy Spirit. But I've learned like to yield to him and I've learned like Holy Spirit. I trust you. I trust you in your son. I trust your leading in him. I trust that he hears your voice. And even if he makes a decision that I don't agree with, I'm going to go with it because ultimately he's going to be accountable to you, not me. And I trust, but I trust you to, to correct him or to direct him if he's fixing to make a wrong decision. And so I've, I've learned how to yield to him as my head. And I can tell you this, ladies, as a wife, since I've done that, I can tell that there's something has shifted where the anointing on him has shifted, where the anointing on us as a couple has shifted, where the anointing on me personally has shifted in a good way. It's increased. It's there's it's just the be best way I can put it is it's more full. It's full. Amen. Amen. I can agree with that. That's so good. You know, and, and what she's talking about is she's submitting to that. Believe me, in that, there's also a wonderful conversation that comes. Because now, you know, in that right place as you're talking about things and making decisions, I want her feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, when it was the opposite way and she was trying to make that, I was like, no way. You know, it was just a, a push, right? But when things are in line, it becomes more of a conversation of a friendship in love, right? That you're like, well, you know, this is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm, what do you think? What are you getting from the Lord? What are you hearing God say? You know, and taking that in and mulling that over. Because ultimately, men, listen to this. Ultimately, <laughs> guys, I'm talking to the guys now. Listen, ultimately, it rests on your and my shoulders. You and I are the head priests of the family. And the direction it goes is completely on our shoulders. Come on, hallelujah. Yeah. So listen, you are the head of your family 
And you know what? As the head, you're to treat everything as Christ treats the church. Yeah. So think about how he treats the church. Think about how he he loves his his bride. And he expects us it's to do true, in the Brian. same manner. It's you know, true. there's conversation there with us. He just doesn't tell he he gives it there's conversation, there's a back and forth, there's a you know it's not a domineering thing when it says no. to submit it's not the the man being domineering over the women that's not submit that's but the, exactly because there's always a choice right even with jesus even with the father with the holy ghost there's always a choice mm -hmm. he gives us a choice and that's not the mount he will never stray off of that mountain you can choose to follow him or not follow him. You can choose to be obedient to him or not be obedient to him. You can choose to walk in what he's called you to walk into or not. He always gives us the choice. That's true. And in marriage, we have to put that availability for our wives to make that choice and be that 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 pillar of strength for them in that hour, no matter what the situation and yeah. circumstance. Amen. Yep. And you know, really submit. Sub I hope that submit. Sense. Yeah, it did. Submit is like submitting to your, you know, your, your, your coming under a mission. Submit is like coming under a mission. You're submitting to a mission, right? Amen. So, you know, as a, as a wife, I am submitting to the mission of Christ that has been placed on my husband, right? The call that is over him. So, you know, I'm submitting to that. And as wives, you know, the, the Bible says that we're to be helpmates. And I've not always been a helpmate, you know, I've, I've probably been more of a, uh, uh, you know, in the past, a hindermate in a lot of areas, but you know, it's learning how to be a helpmate. And you know, that word being a helpmate Amen. actually means to be a gate around. You're like that gate around your husband. Against, wow, that's powerful. It is. And there's such an anointing. Say that again. You're a gate around, around the husband. You're like that gate around the husband. To wow. where, to where, because us wives, we see things that the guys don't, right? For example, if um, somebody's a, a female, especially for those of us who have men in ministry, um, you know, a female that comes up that something's off and you know they're looking at them with the wrong, your husband with the wrong eyes, right? There's a wrong spirit on them. We see that. They maybe not, don't even see that. They're oblivious to it, you know, and we see these things. We're that gate, right? We protect them. We're that gate. We're like, nope. Nope, nope, you know, you're not you're not coming near him because we know that they're coming they're trying to come against the man of God, right? We're guarding them as wives, we're the, the gates around them, guarding them from these things. And you Say know that again. So what's that word tied to? Help me. Help me. Mm -hmm. So the word help me in the is Bible like, is like a fence around. Is a fence around. Like a protection, like a like a fence around protecting. Man, that's good. Mm -hmm. Ooh, come on. Yep. Woo. Yeah, so, you know, that's, as a wife, so that's... That means you're praying for me. Yep, that's right. That means that's, you're, you're watching out for me. That's exactly Ooh, it, as a wife. On. So think about... I can feel. Yeah, Ooh, think about Ooh, this. Ooh. The Bible says for men, right, for the men to love their, their wives as Christ loves the church. That is a hefty call. That is like, that is very weighty because we know the extravagant, extravagant love of Christ is utterly selfless and just amazing and yet they're to love us that way so we as wives are that's right we as wives are meant to be helpmates helping them in their call helping them to succeed in their call being the guard or the gate around them the helpmate right to protect them from like just like 
lions and lionesses, right? Like the Come lionesses on. go out. They kind of, they are kind of the ones that guard. They go out and they, they hunt, they get the food, they prepare, they do, they, they feed the pride and everything. But when it comes down to nitty gritty, if there's another male coming in or something else, the lion then goes out. So he comes out when necessary, right? But as, wow. as, as, wow. Wi as wives, <laughs> amen, we're to be that helpmate, those, those gates around them praying over our husbands, helping them to succeed in their call, protecting them from, you know, from from Jezebelic women or whatever, you know, these things that are trying to come against them and the anointing on their lives. Amen. So, and for men, it's the same exact way. You know what? Mm -hmm. We're to watch over and guard, come on, mm -hmm. our family in protection by speaking the word of God. Amen. Keeping things clear. Keeping the paths of communication open. Amen. All of those kind of stuff, man. Come Amen. On. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not just, it's both in action. And when they're operating in perfect, in that, in that unison, man, I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful thing. No weapon can be formed against your marriage. God is for you and not against you. You're going over the top. Come on. When you do it his way, you're going over the top. You marriage is going to be the greatest yes, marriage. Amen. Come on. On the face of the planet. Amen. You know what? Say that right now for those married couples Amen. and those couples. Our marriage are, is going to be if the you're best not, on the planet. If you're not married, put that in there too. You know, declare that as faith over your marriage. Uh, my marriage is going to be the best marriage on the planet. Amen. On. My Amen. marriage is going to be the best marriage on the planet. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know. My marriage. I want to say this. It's going to be uh, the best marriage. I want to say this, you guys, these are just a couple of keys. I'll tell you this to help you in your marriage. The biggest, the biggest keys that are going to help you to be successful in your marriage is number one, being humble, being humble. Hallelujah. Having a humble heart, swallowing your pride. That's you it. Know, That's it. Come, a, on, there, Come on, Ben. There was a lot of times, you know, that, that, so we're kind of wrapping it up, but I'm going to leave you with a couple of keys, right? That, that are going to help you to be successful or help you to have a successful, healthy marriage. Number one is humility, that, humility, humility, even listen, that is my number one. That, right. That, hum, well, no, that's number one period in I, the marriage yeah, because I, there, there were yeah. times where, um, where, okay, for example, where maybe we got into an argument and you know what? Even if Sage, for example, knew he was right, he knew he was right. Mm -hmm. If he humbled himself and I could be heated, I could be like just so upset. But if he, when he humbled himself, cause he's done this, when he humbled himself and came to me and said, and was very gentle and humble and said, Hey babe, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And like immediately he disarmed me immediately it diffused the 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 argument and the situation immediately like i would just my anger level would just go it just it would just go way down i might still might be a little bit annoyed but man it would it would bring healing no but it would bring Amen. healing like like that like instead that. of fighting for days and days and days and days it would bring healing like that so Come you on. know humbling yourself that's the first thing humility and and even if you know you're right in a in an argument or whatever, even if you know you're right with something, being able to come and be like, you know, I'm sorry, uh, please forgive me. You know, I'm, I'm I reacted wrong, or you know, I I love you. Please let's not fight. I love you. Immediately, oh, that would disarm me. I love you. So the number that, that's one thing I'll say. The number one key, the number one key is humility. Humility. 
swallow your pride humble yourself kill the pride kill it yeah don't swallow yeah, it yeah that's kill, the kill that it sucker. get that thing out kill it number Dead. one key is humility that's good key. and yeah that's and I, good key. yeah that's a good key that's a good key that key takes some working yeah that's true it does okay it does. so we'll leave you with that key that's the number one key is humility we'll get into some Today. other keys that's tomorrow right tomorrow we'll give another key yeah that's true so I just really loved it. it was so, so let good. me let me read this to you guys, it and then we're so gonna good. we're gonna close it out. But don't forget to share the broadcast. Amen. So I'm gonna read this again. I'm gonna read a little bit more from Ephesians chapter five. We're Ephesians gonna, five. and I'm just gonna leave you with this whole this whole scripture. All right, to wrap it up, we can wrap it up with scripture. Amen. Ephesians chapter five, starting in verse twenty-two. I'm gonna read several several scriptures. Okay, it says, "Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord." For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as, as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be subject to their own husbands in everything. Amen. Number, uh, verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ has also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water of the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Hallelujah. You love that? Holy and without blemish. Presenting your bride as a sweet-smelling aroma before the Lord, that she may be holy and without blemish. Yes. You know, it, it's saying that, Dana, I just have to say this. For many years, I've always had a picture. Though the Lord gave me a picture of our marriage is like a garden. And I've always had that picture in my mind. Like, our marriage is a garden. And she is certain flowers in that garden. And it's my responsibility to tend that garden, to watch over that garden, to water that garden, mm -hmm. to make sure that that garden's got the right miracle grow in it all the things that's needed for that flower to flourish come on Amen. and and when there's weeds and stuff in there i've got to be careful to not allow those weeds to get in there and i've always had that picture like in the in the back of my mind about our marriage mm -hmm. that you are that flower that i that i'm growing that i can offer to the lord one day and be like lord hallelujah or even every day lord look at this amazing flower this 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 amazing gift that you've given me hallelujah think about that you're, that's like your good thing my good thing when you find a, <laughs> a, a wife you find a good thing so listen to me that's actually like one of the coins you remember the coin one servant received one one servant but it's like your wife is is one of those coins it's a precious precious thing that we've received from god Marriage is a beautiful thing. It is. It is. It's a beautiful thing. And so I say continue. amen to that. So verse 28. Sorry. It's okay. That's good. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. Their own wives. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh. Well, I but love myself. <laughs> I love myself. 
For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. Come on, you can tell. Look at it right there. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> For we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see, see that she respects her husband. We're going to leave off right there because that's a whole other thing we'll talk about tomorrow, that last verse. The wife that she respects her husband. Amen. So, um, and we're going to, we'll pick up on that point tomorrow. But, tomorrow. listen you guys. I want to say this, hallelujah, where is it? I just, I just where, left where's, it. Where's the phone? For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his, to his own flesh. We'll just, we'll, we'll cut, we'll cover all that good stuff tomorrow. Amen, Brian. Yes, she is. Amen. I agree. Good job. Hallelujah. Come on. So listen, you guys, mm. I hope this encouraged you guys today. I hope that you guys, you know, were able to receive something out of this today. You know, we're just sharing our our trials in marriage and our experiences and the things that we've overcome and how we overcame them. And a lot of it, I will say, is... <laughs> Hi, Patsy. She said, bye, good job. <laughs> Hi, Patsy. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, is, um, is through humility and through yielding to the Lord, yielding to each other. Hallelujah. And allowing the fruits of the Spirit to be made manifest in our life. Um, allowing the love, the joy, the peace, the kindness, the gentleness. Self-control. The self-control come through in our life by yielding to the Holy Spirit. By destroying pride. Yeah, get, getting that pride out. Kicking pride out of your life. Humbling yourself. Being able to come to each other and say, you know what? I was wrong. I'm That's sorry. Right. I was wrong. Can, can will you for, will you forgive me some of the most powerful words you can say i'm sorry will you please forgive me some of the most powerful words you can say in marriage you guys i'm, I'm sorry, sorry will you please, please forgive, forgive me. me it's true so so um so i'm going to just speak yeah. over marriages father in jesus name i lift up each and every person on here today yes each and every married couple as well as those looking to be married or walking into marriage yes. father i thank you that father the, these married couples are going to be over the top in jesus name every enemy father i thank you that you are exposing it and exposing his attacks that they're going to the next level in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. I speak life and life abundant over each and every marriage and those looking to be married in Jesus' name. Yes, Hallelujah. Thank you, and I just speak this. You're not going down. You're going up. You're going to have the best marriage on the face of the planet. I decree that and declare that over you Amen. and us Amen. today. Amen. You will have the best marriage on the face of the planet in Jesus Amen. mighty name hallelujah amen. amen and maybe you're a spouse out there listen maybe you're a spouse out there 
and you know maybe you don't believe in Jesus but you're hearing this on the replay or here on the live and you're saying you know what I need Jesus in my life in order for this marriage to work in order for me to be who I'm supposed to be in this marriage I need you Jesus in my heart and maybe you've never done that and I want to tell you today that whomever called uh, Romans chapter 9 chapter 10 says whomever calls on the name of the Lord and believes that he right. was raised from the dead you shall be saved Amen. so Amen. you know what maybe maybe it's the wife maybe it's the husband I want to tell you today there's a God who loves you That's who right. wants to anoint you and who's calling you right now so there's one prayer that fits all and you make that confession with your mouth right now so whether you're the husband or the wife or both lift up your hands right now yes. right now and just say this with me Thank there's you, one Lord. prayer that fits Thank all you, dear Lord Jesus dear Lord Jesus forgive me of my sins forgive me of my sins wash me and cleanse me wash me and cleanse me I thank you that you died for me I thank you that you died for me rose on the third day you rose on the third day and you're coming back for me again and you're coming back for me again fill me with your Holy Spirit fill me with your Holy Spirit thank you Jesus thank you Jesus for your love for me for your love for me I speak over my life today I speak over my life today and declare and declare I am saved I'm saved I'm on my way to heaven I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart because I have Jesus in my heart amen 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 Hallelujah. Welcome to the family. If you just prayed that prayer, you guys type in the comments. I did. We want to connect with you. We want to send you some ebooks. Um, and listen, you guys, make sure you share this broadcast. Let others, you know, be encouraged by, by the word, by the testimony. And, um, and, and I'm excited. I'm excited. This is Amen. good. It's good stuff. This is good stuff. You guys. Marriage is a good thing. Amen. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Good but, thing. But, Found you know, but, but, it, but marriage is, <laughs> marriage is amazing. Marriage is amazing. It's, it's, it's an institute of the Lord. And you know what? It's a reflection of Christ in the church. And Amen. you know what? We, uh, we strive to be a good representation of that. Amen. Amen. So we love, love you guys. Love you so much. Please be sure and share the broadcast. And, uh, Again, I hope this I hope this broadcast spoke to you guys. I hope this helped you out. Share it. Yeah, make sure you share it. And uh, uh, Maria, love you, girl. Celebration time. All right, Hallelujah. David. Celebration time. Welcome home. And we will mm. see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Yep. Tomorrow we'll probably touch on a couple things, a couple more things on marriage, and then we'll probably get into. Um, Man, that background looks really cool. Yeah, you like our background? Love that. <laughs> nice and green. Nice and green. Love you guys. Love you. Mwah. Bye, guys. Have a good day.